not what they claim to be. everybody and welcome back to my podcast or welcome if you are new as you can tell I lost my voice almost completely and let me tell you how it happened so basically my mom got sick and she passed the sickness to me because obviously we live in the same fucking home you will notice that in the past episodes I did have a raspy voice but it does not compare to the voice that I have right now because when I speak really quietly like now you can barely fucking hear me because I lost my voice almost completely so I'm sorry if what I say is not understood or if you will not enjoy this episode due to my voice right now I really apologize about that but I really need to do this episode because I as you guys can probably tell this is day seven of my seven day series regarding urban legends and true crime i already recorded all of my episodes except the last one which is this one because i did not know what to talk about i researched the shit out of the whole internet because i talked about true crime i talked about urban legends and i did not know what to talk about right now i did not know what type of urban legends should i talk about so i was really confused you know and I finally found an idea. Today I'm gonna break down an urban legend iceberg. And if you don't know what that means, I'm gonna tell you in a little bit. So basically, I scheduled all my episodes 12 p.m. Romanian time if you're interested. Every single day from Monday to Sunday, there will be an episode regarding either true crime or urban legends. And also, if you hear any background noises, I apologize, my neighbors are going insane. I feel like I say this in every single episode. I think they are renovating, but I don't know why they would renovate on fucking Sunday. Anyways, so I apologize for my voice, I apologize for the background noise, and make sure to grab a drink, get comfortable, and let's... Oh my god. Um, Let's break down this Urban Legends iceberg. I almost said ice cream. Anyways... So, what is an iceberg? Basically, you take a topic, urban legends, or the back rooms, or any topic you wish, and you list information about it from most known to least known, or from not so creepy to terrifying, like genuinely terrifying, and there would be usually a picture of an iceberg divided in sections or levels with information and at the bottom of the iceberg will be the most unknown mysterious or disturbing so today i'm gonna cover an iceberg urban legends iceberg they are not like specific urban legends japanese urban legends or anything like that those are just like classic urban legends so anyways let's get started and of course i'm not gonna cover every single urban legend that is on the iceberg because that would take me like three fucking hours to record and also there are some urban legends that are too stupid to explain for example bloody mary you already know what's going on with that so anyways let's get into the more interesting ones so we are on level one right now and the first urban legend that i want to discuss is men in black 
you might have heard of Men in Black from a movie that stars Will Smith. And basically, Will Smith and another actor, I don't know his name, basically, they search for aliens and whatever. I didn't watch the movie. I know it's really popular. Anyways, you guys might know what is what it is about. So, basically, Men in Black, aside from the movie, is an actual urban legend. And basically, the Men in Black are those supposed human beings that are really pale they barely have features it is said that they don't even have eyebrows or hair in general and they are usually dressed in a black suit with a serviette like with a bag um and a black hat and they the purpose of those people the men in black is to silence those who want to talk about aliens and who want to expose their stories about aliens and their encounters and whatever so they are basically super creepy human beings or i don't know if they are human um humanoids who will basically search for you and they are said to torture you they are said to silence you kill you if you talk about your experience with aliens and a real example of this is gonna be the following I don't know exactly when it happened, in some recent years, I guess. Um, so basically, there was a hotel manager and a guard. And they were just chilling outside of the hotel one night. And they saw a triangular thing in the sky that was hovering over their city. And they didn't believe in aliens. They didn't believe in shit like that. But this was obviously not a plane it was obviously not a rocket or something it was not human it was a triangular shape just hovering over their fucking hotel their city so they decided to call the authorities i don't know what the why the fuck would you do that um they called the authorities the authorities of course did not care um the authorities don't care about serious cases imagine like those cases where you claim that you have seen a ufo or a fucking alien or something like that so they called some ufo investigators i did not know that those were a thing actually and they came to the hotel they couldn't do anything so they left and two weeks later the manager wasn't in the hotel and i think the guard wasn't working like he was you know that guards have shifts like night shifts then they go home they replace the guard that has a day shift so the guard and the manager weren't there at the hotel and two men they usually come in pairs of two came to the hotel searching for them and they are exactly like i described you really pale they don't have hair they have weird ass features they have a creepy face hats black suits and a serviette with them and they the reason why i said that this story is true is because they were actually spotted on video on the s surveillance images on cameras and those images were actually posted later on i think by the manager so on my instagram basically i will share with you guys a lot of information regarding the cases or the urban legends that i talked about on my podcast and i will actually post the video of men in black on there so if you're 
interested in checking my page out and supporting me and keeping up with the news and updates about this podcast and also getting further information about every single episode in this series, go ahead and look at my Instagram, my podcast Insta page called All of This Podcast. And I apologize for the background noises. Like I said, they are renovating. I don't understand why they do this at 6 fucking p.m. on a Sunday. They are insane. Anyways, the next urban legend that I'm going to talk about is Area 51. And I know you already know about Area 51. I'm just going to make a short description of it in case you have like different questions about it. So Area 51 is basically this mysterious military base you are not allowed to get near it there are guards 24 7 and they will shoot you if you get there or they will give you a warning and if you don't listen to them you will die and nobody knows what is going on in area 51 a lot of people believe that in area 51 there are actually the back rooms anyways fuck that i don't believe that and some believe that in this hidden military base they actually perform experiments on aliens and they keep things from the population so they cannot cause a population crisis imagine information about aliens being leaked just completely leaked the world would go insane i'm telling you so a thing that you probably didn't know is that guards aren't only you know surrounding the whole military base guards are also on some hills surrounding the base that military base is basically in a field um in the middle of nowhere and surrounding the military base there are some like small hills guards sit there 24 7 on their bellies with camouflage clothing and they have sniper rifles with them in case they spot someone which is so insane to me what do they keep there? I am so fucking curious. Also, if you search Area 51, you will probably see pictures of the base, which were took from what it seems like an, a helicopter or a plane. There was a pilot. I don't know if he was on a helicopter or on a fucking plane. I think a helicopter. And he basically flew over Area 51 really fast. He took pictures. And I don't know what happened to him. I don't know if he was killed. I don't know what was going on. But those pictures were released and they are everywhere. The next urban legend which I'm going to talk about is Candyman. I was aware of this, this urban legend, but I did not know the context behind it. So basically, Candyman resembles Bloody Mary in, you know, the summoning part. If you know Bloody Mary, you know that you say her name three times into a bathroom mirror and she will, will appear and she will kill you. So with Candyman, you are doing the same thing. You are going to a mirror and you are saying his name five times. Candyman, 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 Candyman. He didn't appear. Anyways, so let me tell you about Candyman. This story is actually really fucking sad. And also, if you are interested in learning more about Candyman, there is actually a horror movie which was released in 1992, I'm sorry, I cannot talk today, about Candyman. I haven't watched the movie, I want to watch it right now because I've read the story and it seems so intriguing to me. I just want to see the movie. Anyways, so Candyman, it is said that he was actually a real human being just like us. Um, he 
his name was Daniel Robitaille. I sorry, I'm sorry if I mispronounce his name. I don't know how to pronounce names in general. So, anyways, he was a black slave who worked on a plantation in New Orleans. He was also a talented painter, and he was chosen by the plantation owner to paint a portrait of his daughter. So basically, some time passes by, and Daniel actually fell in love with the daughter of the white, rich male plantation owner. And he eventually found out about Daniel's crush being his daughter. And he basically chased Daniel out of town, armed with pitchforks, pitchforks, yeah, and a lot of fucking dogs. He chased the poor slave across fields and streams and finally killed him. And then they covered him with honey and they basically threw him in a beehive. So it's really sad the story is really fucking sad and it is said basically that if you say his name Candyman, five times in a mirror he will come covered in honey and blood and bees and he will kill you now i think that personally it is so fucking disrespectful to make an urban legend out of this I don't know if this was a real case or not, but still, it's kind of weird. I don't know. We finished level one. Um, other urban legends that were on level one, if you're interested, were Great Alien, Bigfoot, Boogeyman, Bloody Mary, and the Loch Ness Monster, which I guess that everybody knows. Anyways, we are on level two right now, and one of the um, urban legends that I know from level two, which I didn't research prior to this episode or during this episode is actually an urban legend called humans can lick too so weird such a weird name anyways so there are different variations of this story but one of them is the following so there was a girl who was sleeping with her dog she had this like crusty white dog i hate those dogs i don't like them at all they are super fucking stinky and i i don't like them anyway so she was sleeping on her bed with her dog and everything was peaceful she was also home alone and she managed to fall asleep with her dog she woke up because she heard her dog making really weird noises but she didn't give much importance to it so she just she didn't even open her eyes that much so she just fell asleep and then she felt the dog basically licking her foot or licking her arm or i don't know which one of them and she felt really nice because the dog calmed down and yeah she fell back asleep in the morning she woke up to a really disgusting smell and coming from underneath the blanket and once she basically put the blanket aside she noticed that her crusty white dog was killed there was a pile of blood on the bed with a note on the dog which said humans can lick too it is so fucking creepy i don't like this one i don't like this one it is so creepy because if the killer did this to the dog imagine what he was able to do to the girl yeah another urban legend which i know without researching is called the killer in the back seat there are also a lot of variations to this one of them which was one of my favorites was Basically, a woman was driving out of town. I don't know where she was going exactly, but she stopped to basically 
get some gas at a gas station and the man that basically put the gas into the car came he had shock on his face just pure shock and he seemed to be terrified and then he came up to the lady he knocked on her window and pretended like he knew her and said hi how are you doing uh let me show you something oh my gosh we haven't seen in such a long time so she was really terrified and she saw that the man was staring in the back seat so she just came out of the car confused as fuck didn't even look back and the man that you know was putting gas into her car and came to her told her like whispered into her ear there was a man holding a knife in your back seat come with me and then they called the police and everything was solved i don't know how you don't notice someone in the back seat like was he like curled up between the back seats and the front seats like i don't know anyways this is also terrifying as fuck and when i'm gonna get my license and when i'm gonna be able to drive i'm always gonna look in my back seat before entering my car another urban legend which i know without researching is called the babysitter so the babysitter in this case was a teen girl she was babysitting two kids or three i don't remember exactly because their parents were actually on a date at a really fancy restaurant and the parents told the girl hey we are gonna be gone for most of the night so might as well just put the kids to sleep and you can do whatever you want do your homework listen to music do whatever the fuck you want basically and she was really hyped because she could fucking do anything she wants to she could make her homework she could i don't know watch a movie and she would still get paid so win-win for the parents and for her so she decided to do that um she put the kids to sleep carefully and then she proceeded to go and talk to her boyfriend on her phone and also do a little bit of homework um she put a movie in the background and she just shut off the lights in her house and yeah this was it the phone rang and she thought it was like the parents wanting to inform her about something so she picked up and it was just white noise nothing could be heard so she just shut off the phone she thought it was nothing and proceeded to go back to what she was doing so then the phone rang again she answered and it was a man's voice that wasn't resembling the father's voice saying why don't you check the kids upstairs and she got really scared she thought it was like a prank call or something and she thought nothing of it so she just went back to what she was doing she was a little bit terrified and then the phone rang again and said why are you not coming to see the kids i can see you are sitting and doing your homework or whatever the fuck she was doing so she at that point got terrified and called the police and the police told her we cannot do anything in this case and whatever she thought it was a fucking prank she tried to make herself feel better and then the phone rang again and the man said i am in your backyard i can see you whatever and she at that point got really scared she called again the police and she told the officer or whatever that there was a man claiming that he was in her backyard and whatever so they tracked her location and 
the officers arrived, they knocked the door, and she came out of the house, she was in good hands, and then she just waited patiently. She found out that the kids actually were murdered by this killer who was hiding in the backyard, and he was planning on killing her too. Love that. Such an amazing story to put a kid to sleep. The last urban legend that I'm going to talk about on level 2 is called Aren't you glad you didn't turn on the lights? Really long name, I know, but this is really interesting. So, two girls were in college and they were roommates and they were basically both taking science classes and they were supposed to take the midterm like exams and everything of that sort and they were supposed to stay indoors and study. I'm gonna give them names because it's gonna be so hard to tell the story without giving them names. Let's name them fucking Anna and Marie. Anyways, so Anna was not really into studying a lot and she has been talking to a guy that she really wanted to meet on the day and the night they were supposed to study on, Anna and Maria. So Anna decided to go out with this guy and go to his place and whatever and Maria decided to just chill back and study in their room. So when it was really late at night, Anna came back to their place and she didn't turn on the lights and you think she just wanted to take her purse with her or something or some cash because she forgot and then she just left and after some time she came back home and she noticed that Maria was sleeping but she didn't hear the sound of her breath so she decided to check her out she turned on the light basically and she saw that Maria was laying face down on her bed in a pile of blood she turned her basically over and she saw that she was stabbed and on her wall there was something written with Maria's blood that read aren't you glad you didn't turn on the light girl so basically the killer of Maria was in the fucking room when Anna came to take something that she forgot so fucking creepy anyway some other urban legends that are also on level 2 if you want to research them are the vanishing hitchhiker kidney thieves the hook the spider bite and that's pretty much it Let's get into level 3. The first urban legend, which is really well known if you are into true crime and shit like that, is basically called a body in water tank. I pretty much cannot understand why this is on the list of urban legends, like on an iceberg regarding urban legends, when this is actually real and it has happened. So basically, let me tell you. There was a girl named Elisa Lamb and she had a lot of mental health issues she was bipolar and she had severe depression or something like that i'm pretty sure she was bipolar anyways so she was in her early 20s and she decided to travel alone she went to stay at the hotel named hotel cecil which is fucking haunted it is currently shut down right now and basically this happened in 2013. She basically traveled in, in the area and had a really great time until the second or third day of her vacation when she wasn't found. She wasn't responding to her parents' calls. 
and she wasn't found in the room in the hotel nowhere. She basically disappeared. Anyways, after some time, security footage was released of her in the elevator, desperately clicking like 10 buttons of different levels, and she looked to be terrified. She exited the elevator, looked left and right, got back in. Like, it seemed like she either was followed or she had a problem. She had a crisis of some sort. Um, later, the people who were staying at the hotel complained to the hotel staff that their water is brown, like red brown, and it has a horrible smell. They cannot wash, they cannot do anything, and they went to investigate the water tank, and there was Elisa Lam dead in the water tank. Now, her cause of death is unknown, the case is unsolved, and it is humanly impossible to get into the water tank by yourself. Uh, I don't know. I did not look into this case as much, and I prefer to not give my opinion on it because I don't know the exact context and what was going on. I remember I watched a lot of videos regarding Alisa Lam's case and the whole Cecil drama, and I don't remember a lot because this was a long time ago. Anyways, let's move to another urban legend. Okay, so anyways, I figured out what is going on with this iceberg because I did not understand why a true crime story was on this iceberg. But basically, let me tell you, level three is actually called truth is stranger than fiction. So here are real cases that happened. So let's get into the second one, which I found out while recording this episode. And honestly, I'm so fucking terrified and I'm gonna look in this case until I find every single little detail about it because I'm in love with it. So this is basically called the toxic lady or in this iceberg, it is called, wait, I cannot find it, the toxic fumes lady. So she was a real human being named Gloria Ramirez and she is really well known as the most mysterious medical case study of recent decades Yes, of recent fucking decades. So in 1994, Gloria was a basically 31-year-old woman. She was rushed to a hospital in California. Within a matter of hours, several medical staff who had come in contact with her fell really ill. They basically showed symptoms of muscle spams, convulsions, fainting, and many more and a lot of people did not understand what was going on with this lady why were the hotel staff who came in contact with her this ill like instantly and basically gloria was basically taking treatment for late stage cervical cancer at the time this happened and she was rushed to riverside general hospital in the evening of february 19 1994 and she suffered basically cardiac arrest upon her arrival. Let me tell you the strangest part of this story. So basically things took a mysterious and unusual turn when a nurse carried a routine blood test on the patient, on Gloria, and shortly after drawing the blood, it was reported that a really strong smell of ammonia filled the fucking room. Ammonia is like a toxic i forgot the name toxic substance okay and another strange thing is that 
doctors noticed that the blood sample took by the nurse had an unusual appearance. And this unusual appearance was basically the blood contained white crystals inside. Let me tell you, I've never heard of this in my life. Also, a total of 23 out of the 37 emergency room staff members experienced at least one symptom. Some of the other symptoms were vomiting, um, difficulty in breathing, and basically all that jazz. So they had to evacuate a lot of the rooms and the patients, and they actually treated them in the parking lot wearing suits like you know the pandemic suits they were that shit and gloria had passed away that night her cause of death was kidney failure the case was unsolved a lot of people gave their opinions a lot of people claimed different stuff about this case but the truth is not known which is so fucking creepy this deserves an episode of on its own genuinely if i knew about this true crime it's not true crime really it's just like a medical case i would have made an episode about it but unfortunately i didn't so anyways the last topic on level three which i'm gonna discuss a little bit about is basically called the man under the car and this is really strange it is not known if this has actually happened or if this is just like an urban legend with the purpose of raising awareness but the idea behind this concept is that someone could be waiting underneath your car to basically cut your ankles try to kill you and steal your belongings and your car yeah it is not confirmed that this has actually happened and it's a creepy thing to think about i don't know why all of those urban legends and true crime stories involve cars now i'm terrified of owning a car pretty much let me tell you the other topics on level three which are actually really interesting and you can research by yourself body in the bed killer cop cropsy corpse in the kimney i believe yeah welcome to the wonderful world of aids what the fuck and halloween hanging i know i'm not covering a lot of those I'm on level 3 and I'm 30 minutes into this episode. I just want to rush it and I hope you guys will enjoy it, I guess. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Let's get to level 4 because I found some urban legends which I dig. I adore them. So basically, level 4 is called Urban Legend Enjoyer. The first one is called Teke Teke. I covered this in my Japanese Urban Legends, but... There are a lot of stories surrounding Teke Teke. She was basically a girl and it was believed that she was bullied in high school and she was on her way back to from school to her home and she was basically taking the train and a group of guys who actually bullied her and that were in the same class as her thought it would be funny to push her on the rails and the train, you know, ran her over and she was cut in half but only her bottom half was found and it is said that she haunts train stations in Japan and her purpose is to basically kill young men especially who are in high school and she usually carries a weapon with her and she is extremely fast. This 
is really well known by everybody, so I'm not going to talk about it too much. Anyways, the next one, I'm so excited about this one. I wanted to make an episode about this one. I wanted to include this into my fucking episode. This is amazing. This urban legend is called La Llorona, and let me tell you about it. So, as you can tell by the name, this is a Hispanic urban legend. There was a beautiful woman. She was married, and she had two sons, and everything was going really well she loved her kids she loved her husband everything was really nice so she was suspecting her husband at a point of cheating and she was really sad about it one day he didn't come home from work and she was devastated so she decided to go on a walk with her sons with her two sons next to i don't know if it was a river a lake what was going on but basically something water related and she decided to walk whatever and when she arrived there she saw her husband with another woman she got so pissed at him that she actually drowned both of her boys and she felt so guilty afterwards and she decided to also kill herself by drowning so it is said that la Llorona haunts rivers lakes whatever and she you can basically hear her cries if you are really next to her because she regrets everything and she is in current search of her sons and also if you want to learn more about La Llorona there was actually a movie based on this urban legend and it is really nice I watched half of it I don't know why I stopped I don't remember it was kind of a long time ago but the movie was great a little bit boring in the start but it was really great the next urban legend on level four is it level four yeah it's level four is called the black-eyed children or black-eyed kids so this refers to an urban legend that dates back to the 80s it is an american urban legend and basically people reportedly saw kids come up to their door asking for help asking for housing for food whatever and they were really unusual because they had black eyes so the white part of the eye is called sclera and if you are a healthy human being you have a white sclera now usually animals tend to have dark scleras like black scleras and people who are ill they tend to have yellow scleras but these kids that are ranging from 6 years old to 16, they have black scleras. They have black eyes, like pitch black eyes completely. And you will instantly feel scared when you look at them. Not necessarily because of the eyes, but they just have this vibe. Um, most of them wear dark clothing and they wear like hoodies and they always put their hoods on. And you will start to feel really scared when you will encounter them. And also, you will feel like they have power over you. People who said no to them pissed them off and basically they would insist. They would leave and then they would come the second day back to your house and ask you the same things. And some people said that they actually helped them without wanting to. It's like they control your fucking mind and your body. And people who said yes, we don't, we don't know them. They are not known. People who said yes to those kids, nobody knows what happens. So, love this legend. The next urban legend is called Krampus. And this might be familiar to you. So basically, Krampus is the opposite of Santa Claus. 
Krampus originates basically from Austria's folklore. He comes from Austria and he is the opposite of Santa Claus. Basically, if you have been a naughty kid, he would come to you and he will either torture you, kill you or drag you into hell. Love that. There is nothing much of the story really, it's just the scary fact that Krampus made so many kids really scared. Imagine just telling your kid, hey, Krampus is gonna come to you and he's gonna drag you in hell if you are not a good kid. Period. Parenting skills. I also forgot to say that Krampus is half goat, half man. Anyways. The next urban legend is called Bunny Man. So, Bunny Man, the concept of him is really crazy. He reminds me of clowns. You know, a few years ago, there were people dressing up in clowns, pranking like others. And there was actually a case where one of those clowns murdered somebody, I believe. Yeah, insane. I don't want to go back to that era, but Bunny Man resembles that. Bunnyman is an urban legend that originated from two incidents in Virginia in the 70s. And it basically, Bunnyman is supposed to be a man that would dress up in a big-ass bunny and he would kill people with an axe or a hatchet. Is it hatchet? Anyways, apparently somebody actually was the real Bunnyman. His name is Douglas G. Griffon. What the fuck? can you be named fucking Griffon? Anyways, he murdered a lot of people by dressing up in a bunny. Oh my god, that is so creepy. Wait, is this real? Is this shit real? Is this not only like an urban legend? Anyways, if you want to research, go ahead. I'm not gonna talk about it. Anyways, the next urban legend is called the slit-mouthed woman and we already talked about her in the Japanese urban legends. Her name is Kokisake Ona and she was a beautiful woman. She had a beautiful boyfriend and he basically found out that she was cheating on him and then he decided to cut her mouth like Jeff the Killer and told her let's see who finds you beautiful now. And she wears a mask and carries with her a big pair of scissors. And she will come up to vulnerable people, especially young men. <laughs> Love that. And she would ask you, do you find me beautiful? If you say no, she will kill you instantly. And if you say yes, she will take off her mask. And then she will ask you the same thing. Do you find me beautiful? If you say no, she will kill you. And if you say yes, she will cut your mouth exactly like hers. The only way to stop her is to tell her that she is not ugly, but she is not pretty. Or to tell her that she is average because she will think about that for a second and you will have time to run. Love that. The next urban legend, or I don't know if it's a true crime, I don't know what the fuck this is, is called Dog Boy. I've never heard of this and I just researched it. This happened in Arkansas and apparently Arkansas is filled with ghost stories. And if you are into that, then definitely Google some Arkansas urban legends if you are into that. But anyways... There was a guy, and apparently he was named Gerald Floyd Bettis. He was born in Arkansas, and he was born basically in the year 1954. And since he was a young boy, he was known to basically take dogs from the street and basically keep them in his house. 
and a lot of neighbors thought that he was really kind for offering those stray dogs a home and whatever but it was later found out that he actually tortured all of these dogs and he murdered them and he was a cold-blooded criminal because he also killed his father and he abused both of his parents love that anyways level four is finished girl Oh my god, I have so many more levels left. Should I do a part two? I'm gonna do a part two. Fuck it. Anyways, so if you want to look more into Urban Legends at level four, which I haven't covered, then you can go ahead. The legends that I haven't co covered are Chupacabra, Goatman, Mothman, uh, Charlino Face, and the Jersey Devil. Those are it, and let's move on to level 5. After I finish this level, I'm gonna dip, and I'm gonna make the part 2, and I'm gonna post both parts in the same day. Okay, you guys, so we are on level 5, which is, oh my god, my voice is getting worse and worse. I'm gonna whisper in the next episode, I swear to fucking god. Anyways, one urban legend from level 5, which is called Urban Legend Fan, is called Red Cloak. We covered this in the Japanese urban legends and I'm just going to make you a small description of him. This guy, I forgot his name, Red Cloak, is usually found in bathrooms or in school stalls or whatever. And he, once you step into the bathroom stall, he will ask you Red Cloak or Blue Cloak. Uh, there are variations, he can also ask you Red Card or Blue Card or something like that. And if you choose red, he will make the whole place bloody and he will basically kill you. And if you choose blue, he will strangle you until your face will become blue. And the only way to escape is to either just not talk to him and exit the bathroom as quick as possible. Or combine the colors, say blue and red, and leave the bathroom. So, anyways. The next urban legend, which I actually haven't covered in the Japanese urban legends... But it is a Japanese urban legend. I don't know why I didn't talk about it in that episode. But basically this is called the 8 foot woman. 8 foot tall woman. So there was a story of a boy that was spending his summer with his grandparents in Japan. And he was playing in the backyard. Everything was going really nice. And he noticed a hat just moving over his fence. It was like someone was walking with a huge hat on. But the thing is, the fence was eight feet tall. It was really tall. And he did not understand what was going on. The lady spotted him and started repeating, Po, Po. And it was really fucking terrifying. Um, he entered the house. He told his grandparents about it. And they were super shocked. They were terrified. The grandma almost fainted and they sent him in the room, in his bedroom. They put salt in some containers in all of the four corners of the room with prayers and blessings. And they also put a Buddha statue into his room and a paper with a certain text, like a protective spell almost, in his hand. Now... Both of the grandparents told him, don't exit this room until 7 a.m. tomorrow. Don't do it. 
Whatever you do, don't respond to the door. Don't look out the window. Just chill. If you feel scared, pray to Buddha and go to sleep. So also they told him, do not talk to anyone who is behind your door. They left him. He was really scared alone. And he was also not supposed to let go of the paper that was in his arm, in his hand. Um, he heard knocks at the window. He heard nails scratching. He also heard his grandpa's voice at the door saying, now you can come out, everything is fine. But when he got close, he noticed that the voice was a little bit demonic sounding and he was really terrified. He prayed to Buddha all night long and in the morning, he carefully escaped the room and it was said that the eight foot tall woman was gone. The only thing remaining was to go back home to his parents and wear a blindfold in the trip so he wasn't supposed to look out the window or look back because apparently even though the eight foot eight foot tall woman was gone she could still follow him and if he saw her once again he would never escape the curse of her so he wore a blindfold in the car he prayed and throughout the duration of the drive and he was really tempted so he looked back and he saw a terrifying woman really tall really big floating and following their car he went back to his parents home he never returned to his grandpa's and grandma's place and basically the grandpa died of cancer 10 years later and he wanted to visit his grandma because she was also really sick he was not in japan he was out of the country and he video called her and she said okay now i think you are safe you can come to japan i don't think that that woman that ghost is still gonna follow you and at the end of the call he heard po 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 in the background and when he looked in the back of his grandma at the window there was actually that ghost saying po po and po period we are finished with this one. Oh my god, it is terrifying. If you watch like the full urban legend made by a person who actually has a nice like voice, not my raspy ass cracked voice, um, you will enjoy the shit out of it, I swear to god. Another urban legend on the list on level 5 is... Is it level 5? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, yeah. Um, it is the Red Room. I'm not gonna talk about it, I've covered it in my Japanese urban legends episode it is basically an error that appears on your pc and it gets you killed the last urban legend on level five which i'm gonna cover before ending this episode and starting part two with the remaining levels is called paul is dead if you are into beetles you might have heard about this okay so basically paul is dead is an urban legend and conspiracy theory alleging that paul mccartney he was an English musician, part of the Beatles, died on 9 November, 9th, November 9, anyways, <laughs> 1966, and he was replaced secretly by a lookalike. This was also really popular with Avril Lavigne, everybody believed that she was actually replaced, and there was real proof that now 
she is not alive. And the Avril Lavigne that we know is not the actual Avril Lavigne. She was really depressed because her grandpa died. You could see that in her last shows before her alleged lookalike. She was really sad and showed signs of anxiety and depression. It was believed that she actually killed herself and she was replaced by a lookalike. And the same thing happened with Paul McCartney from The Beatles, allegedly. So anyways, if you want to do more research on the urban legends in level 5, let me tell you the ones that I didn't cover. Spring-Hilled Jack, Healed Jack? I don't know. Uh, the Girl in the Gap, The Monkey Man of Delhi, uh, Futakuki Ona, I don't know this one, and also The Spiders in the Higher Dome. So do your research if you want to find out more about these urban legends and I'm gonna wrap it up here the next episode is gonna start with level six of the iceberg and we have level six seven eight nine and ten of the iceberg so we have a lot more to cover that's why we need a new episode anyways I hope you guys enjoyed this episode my voice is killing me I swear to god I'm gonna talk for like two hours I talked for 50 minutes right now and the next episode is probably going to be the same. So I'm not going to have any voice by tomorrow. Love that. Lovely. I'm not going to be able to talk. So I hope you guys notice my dedication into this podcast and into the series overall. I killed my voice for you guys and I love you guys so much. And I hope that you have enjoyed the series and you have enjoyed my podcast so far. And I thank you for your support. And I will see you guys in part two of this iceberg. I love you so much.